In this episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, we have a McDouble of McDonald's insanity stories, a Denny's mashup that nobody asked for but needs to feature Fred Durst, Flaming Hot Doritos and Cheetos still doing the most, as are Skittles and Oreos with a brand collab that is making people lots of money on eBay. Plus, our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Pass the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. Hosted by your two friends. My podcast partner possibly is now a part-time busboy apprentice. I don't mean to brag, but I'm pretty sure I have a job now. (laughs) For sake of the podcast, we call him PTE. He is the founder of the Pass the Everything food Instagram that started this whole podcast journey. And she is Ashley, my wonderful co-host who quit her career in radio to help me launch this podcast, who has now put up her Halloween tree. <laughs> Spooky season has Spooky begun. Spooky season is here. No family, by <laughs> no, the way. I live alone in yeah, that apartment. There, me yeah, and the there's cat. no spouse. There's no kids. Just yeah. you and a cat. Just. There's a Halloween tree, <laughs> aka a Christmas tree that goes up a couple months early with different color lights and ornaments. And mm-hmm. then it switches out. And then after Christmas, it switches out again to become a Mardi Gras tree. Yeah. People say like, oh, are you just lazy and you leave your Christmas tree up half the year? No. You're being tactical. If anything, I would argue the opposite. Like you're just, you're very uh, smart in your approach to your decorating. I like it. And listen, don't shit on what brings me joy. Yeah, like who who gives a fuck if (laughs) you're happy and you want a a Halloween, Christmas, Mardi Gras tree back to back to back. Right. You're just getting more use out of a tree than dragging something into your house that makes a giant mess and then a month later it's gone. Just like I feel like you're getting more use out of a bar yeah. By making yourself an unpaid volunteer. <laughs> well, What's happening all right. Here? So I was I was at a an Irish pub Saturday night. Was up in the back slash upstairs playing darts for probably three hours or so. Came down. The bartender asked me if I would help clear some tables. Said absolutely. And in return, I received free shots. To which I replied, I think I have a job now. Yeah. So. I, I might mean, be employed. No, I'm not, not going to make any money like a off of it. Or anything, yeah. But Jameson yeah. is something. Yes, and it will fuel my alcohol intake. So win-win. I like it. I think uh, making yourself useful for some kind of benefit is it a felt great really way good. to yeah. add there to was, your escapades yeah, of the evening. I felt like a good person there. I felt like I was doing my job. <laughs> Speaking of job, I know you formerly worked at McDonald's. I have two stories in the scoop this week that um, pertain to your past. I'm scared. I might have like McDonald's PTSD. I know. I know. (laughs) Two McDonald's stories. The first one, a man stabbed someone at a McDonald's in New York City last week because his coffee was too sweet. It was too sweet. Wait, don't they? So I was under the impression that you have to sweeten your own coffee at McDonald's. They're sweetening it for them there. I don't know. But this guy was complaining to the security guard about how sweet his coffee was when some other customer stepped in and told the guy, cool it. Well, the guy did not cool it. He did not. He did the opposite of cool it. He did like, not let me, cool let me turn it. this up. Flipped out. <laughs> and the two customers started brawling right there next to the security guard. Over the coffee being too sweet. Over the sweetness Listen, of the coffee. First off, if you're at a McDonald's and there's a security guard that has to be there 24 hours a day. Right. Like if there's a, is there, there's a rotational shift for security at a McDonald's. You probably shouldn't be going to that particular McDonald's. Right. Also. Because this guy who has complaints about his coffee 
coffee is armed with a knife and he's going <laughs> to stab you when you tell him to chill out about his first world problem kind of complaints. New York is back. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> COVID didn't hold back New York. It is back and fully rolling. We got people getting stabbed inside McDonald's. Oh, man. Kind of feels good. Did you ever witness anything like really crazy happen in your time as a McDonald's employee? <sighs> no. So, because I grew up in Washington. Never any stabbings there was, over. There was no stabbings. I grew up in Washington State where everyone's too depressed to stab anyone else. If anything, you're going to stab yourself because it won't stop raining outside. So, Got it. <laughs> that's the only stabbing that will ever take place at a McDonald's. Were you ever the person like at the register that was like interfacing with customers though? Or were no, you kind God. of- Oh God. Do you see me being, why, see me being in front why. of house? <laughs> <laughs> you were kept away from the public. Yeah, I was yeah. definitely kept away from the public because the amount of times I probably would have like reached over and like wanted to like grab somebody by the collar and be like, Absolutely listen here, fucking you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> being a real McAsshole. <laughs> no, none of that happened. I was in the back like, you know, doing the one for me, one for you with, yeah. the, with the nuggets Sneaking and the everything. Food. Exactly. Yeah. So that that was, that was my, oh, and then I would go into the freezer a lot and eat cookie dough. So cookie dough. Yeah. Do they bake their own cookies at no, the McDonald's so they where you have, worked? So it was pre-packaged and the, but the dough was already in individual like cookie portions, cookie uh-huh. size portions. So you can go in there and just pop some in your mouth and you know, you know exactly what you're getting into. It's very convenient. Got it. I mm-hmm. think if you were quote front of house at McDonald's, uh-huh. This next story could have been you. Okay. I can see it happening. I'm already into it. A McDonald's worker supposedly, allegedly. Allegedly. I'm doing the air quotes. (laughs) Uh Got back at a rude customer by putting sweet and sour sauce over the top of McFlurry instead of caramel. (laughs) Oh my God. They posted the video on social media. They claimed they were fired for it. I think that person is like, uh, Mick worth it. Oh my God. Yeah. That is, um, you know what? Kudos to this individual for their ingenuity on coming up with this, with this little, uh, ploy here to trick the customer. Who's also, being really rude. Yeah. Like, if the you... customer is being really rude then fuck it. I think we've discussed this on the pod, but it really is. I think my number one rule in life, which is you do not fuck with people that handle your right. food. Has anyone seen the movie waiting right. or ever just gone out to eat at a restaurant right. ever? I, I don't even like being semi controversial when I go out to eat. Like if, if like my order's a little bit messed up or something like I, I make the quick kind of decision in my head. I weigh the pros and cons. Okay. If I were to complain, how is this going to go down? Mm -hmm. If I were to keep my mouth shut, am I still going to enjoy this meal? Nine times out of 10, I keep my mouth shut. Mm -hmm. So I can't, do you go out to eat with people who get like, they are very controversial, like with the wait staff or anything like that. If there's anything wrong with their order at all, because I can't do it. I try to avoid that situation at all costs. I think I have the background of like being in the service industry and like knowing what is outside of their power and knowing when someone's just like shitty at their job. Yes. You know, cause I've done that job a hundred percent, but you're also a, a logical, rational human being. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not going to take it like to a level that is just nitpicking for no reason. Mm-hmm. But like, hey, um, I know you weren't writing down the orders and I know there are eight of us at this table. And I know when I asked for something, I'm pretty sure you forgot on your way to the kitchen. So like, I don't need to send it back, but could I also get... Yeah, can you just throw... That side of bacon that you forgot. Yeah, whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. And also to credit the point that you just made, it's also about how you approach that conversation. Like stating that you 
can kind of empathize with that person's situation, but say, hey, I, like, I'm good with what I have. Do you mind mm-hmm. just bringing out the blah, blah, blah? Yeah. I think is much better than the passive aggressive or maybe not even passive sometimes bullshit I've seen from a lot of oh, people. Oh, the Karens? Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's, I would rather err on the side of caution than then just guess that some some line cook somewhere is like putting some pubes in my hamburger and I'm confusing it with like Brussels sprouts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could see how you would be confused some about- Some Fremonda cheese. Uh. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. Don't worry, there's no lactose. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there could be. There's no dairy, no. Has that person consumed lactose? Okay. Mm, moving on. I'm so glad that you mentioned briefly cookies in that McDonald's story. Yes. Feeds directly in oh, nice. to my next food See? story. Unintentionally helping each other out. Uh-huh. Teamwork. If you ever can't decide between pancakes or cookies, which is a weird this or that that I've never been Yeah, stuck have you between. ever been in like a conundrum where you're right. in the kitchen being like, oh man, I'm really really torn here. Just because they're the same shape doesn't mean Sure. I see them as breakfast and snack, yeah. right? I don't usually oh, I was, like- I thought you were going to say breakfast and then breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, no. dessert. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I see them as two very different food items for two very different needs, but okay. whatever. Okay. If you are ever stuck between that rock and hard place- Cookie or pancake? Denny's has your back. Of course. They are bringing out something new, a new line called Panookies, which is a mashup of a pancake- and a cookie. And I just want to say, if I see commercials that do not involve Fred Durst in the gang. You got to get Limp Bizkit involved. Did it all for Panookie. Did it all for Panookie. <laughs> Marketing genius right here. They should also redo that music video and turn it into a Denny's commercial. How yes. fucking epic would that yes. be? I want the red New York hat. I want, I want all of it. Uh-huh. Also, I like what Denny's is doing by being like, are you ever torn between these two things? Everyone's no. like, no. They're like, <laughs> anyway, well, we, have a, we have a solution for you. <laughs> Fred Durst, come on in. He's just super aggressive. You're like, what is happening right now? Um, I am spacing out on the restaurant, but isn't there already a restaurant that does like a pan sized or like a plate sized cookie? I mean, That's essentially what yeah. you can get like a skillet cookie. Yeah. A skillet right? cookie, which I, plate cookie Yum. or skillet cookie. I think I'm going with the skillet cookie. Skillet cookie usually comes with like ice cream a, on top and like a, like a drizzle of chocolate. Or, oh man. <sighs> this one is a chocolate chip cookie. Okay. There is the signature with salted caramel and then the pecan panuki, which has pecan pie sauce and glazed pecans instead of caramel. No, I'm, I'm out on and that. And yes, it is topped with vanilla ice cream. Both are topped with vanilla ice cream? I think so. Are you a pecan in your chocolate chip cookie, in your panuki? Are you a pecan in no, your panuki person? No, keep your nuts <laughs> out of my cookies, please. <laughs> So no nuts in your panuki. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. No, um, I'm the same. And I think I would go just like a traditional chocolate chip, but I do like the salt because I like when that kind of um, combats yeah. with the sweet. It's always really, really good. Anyways. I don't know that I'm like running to Denny's to try the panuki, but I would be more interested if they had a whole campaign of Limp Biscuit did it all I hope for they Panookie. do. I would actually go there and try it just for that reason. But again, Denny's is creating problems that do not exist and then providing solutions <laughs> to those problems wait, wait, as wait. a marketing this might, tactic. This might be a stoner problem that we're just not enough into that lifestyle to know about. I've been stoned plenty of times. I've never been like, oh man, 
cookie or pancake. But the cravings if I could just get the are two. overwhelming and very specific and not the same specific. kind of cravings you would get when you're like normal feet on the ground. Listen, the number of times though that I've been high and thought of a panuki is zero. I mean, honestly. But, but it sounds to me like someone else who was high definitely thought of this. Yeah, the CEO of Denny's. <laughs> we need to get on their level. <laughs> yeah, for real. I want to see what their board meetings are like. How the fuck can they come up with this shit? There's just like a, a bowl of edibles in the middle of the yeah. table. <laughs> All right, everybody, grab three. I mean, think about it. How do you push the envelope if you're like a kind of American institution restaurant that's been around for a long time? Yeah. And like, what do we do that we haven't already done? We're a breakfast place. Yeah. How do we make something new? Let's get stoned at our meeting and just come up with <laughs> random mashups of shit. Hey, speaking of American institutions on a random side note that are known for breakfast. I drunkenly ate an IHOP hamburger on Saturday night. They have hamburgers? You know this what? There's after, a whole part of the menu I've never looked this at. This was after I got my new job at the Irish pub. I came- Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait. Was that or was that Friday night? I had two nights in a row drinking. Sounds Anyways, like a blur of a uh, yeah, blender. It, it, a little bit. But yeah, I had um, a cheeseburger from IHOP because it was the only place doing Uber Eats at three in the morning. I actually think it was Friday. So yeah, and it was really, it was pretty good. I Granted, will say I applaud very you. intoxicated. Thank you. I applaud you for the burger decision if you're getting it delivered by Uber Eats because pancakes do not travel well. They do not travel well. And also when I am that level of intoxicated, I want a cheeseburger. Right, because yeah. also the pancakes, there's like assembly required. You got to like take them out yeah, of the no. to-go box and then you got to like put the syrup you gotta and you got to butter and reheat the syrup. it. Yeah. And, uh, Burger, I grab it, shovel it in my face, pass mm. out. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. With the box and the napkin. <laughs> no, I actually woke up in the box and with the, some of the French fries were next to the bed. So I'm disgusting. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this topic before on the podcast. And we've said that the people at Doritos and Cheetos and all that are doing the most for literally no reason. Yeah. Or making it appear that they are doing the most when in reality, kind of mailing it in. I don't know. They're doing something else now. I applaud the way they keep inserting themselves into like viral headlines. Okay. Again, a problem that nobody really asked to be solved. Of course. Flaming hot Doritos and Cheetos might get their own hot sauces. Would you be interested in this? <sighs> um, this is probably going to rub some people the wrong way. My answer is no. And I say rub the wrong way because people really like Flaming Hot Cheetos. Now, Flaming Hot Doritos, I feel like just taste the same, but are different shape. We've talked about this mm -hmm. before. And I'm, I'm good on that. But I'm also, I'm coming from a standpoint where I, I enjoy like Tabasco and mm -hmm. sriracha, but anything with, with hot sauce, I'm very, very minimal on because I love the way it tastes. My body does not handle it well. It fucking destroys it my insides. <laughs> yeah. Like just thinking about it, I'm like, ugh. You're but very delicate. I'm very delicate. I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> so Hold it's just a rumor for now. Yeah. Like there's not really much to bank on other than some images that are floating around the internet. But okay. I will give some credit to the internet sleuths because they always seem to crack these things. Yeah. Whether it's like leaks about the latest Apple products or whatever, you go into Reddit and you dig and mm. you will find the secrets to everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, the agree. internet knows it first. Yeah. So this could be coming. 
I don't know that we care, but I think that maybe some people in other parts of the country that like that is their foray into spicy food when they have their flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, if you're walking down the grocery store aisle and you see the flaming hot Cheetos hot sauce and you're like, oh, I love flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, Let me try and you this don't hot sauce live out. in Louisiana like we do where yeah. all of the food is wonderfully Everything seasoned. is wonderfully flavored. If yeah. anything, like it's a little bit of a compliment to add some hot sauce to something, but it's not something that makes the dish because the dish is flavorful already. I will say, unlike you, the response so far to the- Overwhelmingly, yes. Yes. <laughs> I figured that people are dumb. No, but it, you know what? To each their own. If you want to try this, then try it. I probably would if I handled hot sauce better. How do you feel about it? Like, are you on board? Like, would you try it or- we are going to talk about it. I mean, I feel like I'm good with kind of like what you said, my rotation of Sriracha, Tabasco, Louisiana hot sauce and crystal. Like I'm covered. I don't need flaming hot Cheeto sauce. Same page. I'm on the same, same page and same rotation for the most part. So now watch them prove me wrong when somebody does like flaming hot Cheeto drizzled something. Oh God. And it actually turns out to be really good. But do I think we could substitute one of our local hot sauces? Probably. Probably. Really? Because the recipe is just like hot sauce on blah, 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 whatever it is. Yeah. But if it's overwhelming, again, using, I don't know why I keep going that direction. I hate myself. Um, <laughs> but when it, if it's just the flavor of flaming hot Cheetos, but now you're putting that flavor on something, I don't think I necessarily want that. You know what I'm saying? Well, what is the I don't flavor want to other than hot? Like, it's yeah, just no, hot. Yeah, no, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I want that specific flavor of a chip on food. I want to be adding to the dish. But not I don't think it like, will taste like the chip. I just think, think it'll it will taste like that red powder that's just yeah, the hot. Maybe. Because I, I think know. you take the Cheeto itself yes. is not flaming hot. Mm-hmm. It is coated, yeah, it's coated with the powder that is flaming hot. Flaming hot dust. So I don't think it's going to taste like a hot corny thing, which is what a flaming hot Cheeto is, right? <laughs> I suppose so, yeah. Look at the ingredients on the back of the package. Hot corny thing. Yeah. <laughs> Serving size, one handful. Yeah. LOL. Serving size. We know you're going to eat the whole yeah. bag. Shove your whole fucking hand in yeah. here. Yeah. Hot corny stuff. All right. This next story is something that doesn't really mean much to me, but apparently- Glad we're talking about it, yeah. <laughs> but apparently everybody else is flipping out about it. Okay. I've told you before, I have no sense of smell. Yes. Um. So for me, when I eat a bag of Skittles, if I do it with my eyes closed, I have no idea what color I'm eating. Oh, that's so awesome. They all taste the same to me. I'm so jealous of that. Which one is your wait, favorite? Wait, wait, wait. But they all taste the same to you? Yeah. So even when you eat it, you can't? So, wow, that's really interesting. Like if I did a blindfold Skittles taste test, I cannot tell if this is a red Skittle or a yellow Skittle. And some people were like, ew, I don't like the yellow ones. They're gross. I don't know what... I thought that was more of a Starburst thing than it was a same Skittles thing. thing. Uh, to me, Skittles all taste like Skittles. Starburst all taste like Starburst. No, Starburst are definitely different flavor because the pink is the best one. Everyone knows the pink is the <laughs> okay. best. Because I would always give my friends the yellows and the oranges because I'm a shitty friend. A lot of people are down with the pinks and reds. Those are probably the most popular. I have no data to no, back this it's up. The, but it's, based the pinks on- and, it's definitely the pinks and the reds. If you ever find somebody in your life who enjoys the oranges and the yellows, you should take advantage of that. Befriend that person. Befriend me because I can't tell <laughs> or just give if you gave you. me a yellow one. Yeah, but now you're know. just eating like like chewable plastic. Like, because <laughs> okay. if, you, if you remove the flavor from a Starburst, I mean, what are you really chewing on? Well, what's your favorite? Do you think Skittles have different flavors? So I'm thinking about that now that you mention it. 
I, one, I haven't had Skittles in forever because I am team chocolate. I'm a chocolate mm-hmm. connoisseur. I just, anyway, if I'm going sweets, I'm going chocolate. But that's not the question. I know it's not the question. I'm just trying to preface. What I'm saying is I haven't had Skittles in a very long time, but from what I remember, uh, they do taste the same. I don't remember being like, oh, this Skittle tastes like this and this Skittle tastes like that. They all just taste like fucking, they all just taste like the goddamn rainbow. Okay, well then maybe tinfoil hat time. Uh-oh, here we go. I like it. You're doing a visual thing again. Yeah. We, we do this way too much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Skittles is just doing something to get in the news again. And they do this every mm. couple of years. Back in 2013, Skittles took away one of their original staple flavors and replaced it in a move that I don't know many people noticed if you say they all taste the same. Yeah. The green one was originally lime. I thought it was, was one of the I original five flavors. No, absolutely not kiwi. Unless you're getting like the tropical Skittles. Oh, that's what in I'm thinking In a regular of. red yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Originally. Okay. The green the one green was, was lime. lime. And then in 2013, they switched it to green apple. Ugh. And now, <laughs> eight years later, okay. they're bringing lime back for good. Is this something that people are getting all hyped up about or is it just a move to get back in the news and make people think about Skittles again? Oh man. Cause they did a whole press I like release. Where, I like where your head's at though with the tinfoil. I like yeah. the conspiracy theory behind big Skittle company. <laughs> uh, the big brand manager press release says the fans have spoken and it's time for Lime to return. Like, bitch, we've been speaking for eight years. We want <laughs> Lime back. Have we? Like, Okay. Um, I don't know. A part of me actually feels like this could be a big deal because the people that really enjoy Skittles really enjoy Skittles. And if you do, then maybe you do taste the different flavors and lime coming back might be a big deal. I don't fucking know. If I named the colors of Skittles, do you think you could tell me what flavor they all are? Uh, in the basic original red bag, not the tropical, not the like. It's been a hot minute. You want to do this? It could yeah. be a fun test. Yeah, I'm just going to start go. making shit up. Okay. Okay. We got five colors of oh, Skittles. God. Ready? <laughs> okay. I already fucked up on the green. I was like, oh, that's Kiwi. You're like, no, no. you idiot. <laughs> red. Uh, cherry. Strawberry. Fuck. <laughs> Orange. Orange. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I should have. It is the only one where the color is also the name of the fruit. Yeah. So I, that's kind of a, yeah. I don't even get a point for that. I'm still at zero here. I'll give you a point. Oh, that, you may need kind. it. It's a charity yeah, point. I definitely need uh, it. <laughs> yellow. Banana. Lemon. What the <laughs> fuck? You know what? I'm in tropical mode right now. <laughs> talking kiwis. Kiwi, banana. Bananas. Let me just throw some cherries in there. I think we can make a smoothie. You're making a pina colada. I'm making a smoothie. Yeah, I'm making yeah. a pina colada. There you go. Right. Uh, you already know that green was lime. It's not kiwi. Yeah, it's not okay. kiwi. Green was lime, <laughs> then was green apple, and now is back to lime. Which green? Oh, man. that's Yeah, that's not good. Now, purple. Well, great. Good. I was going to okay. say, don't overthink it. Like, yeah. wait, that should have been the easiest yeah, no. one. <laughs> the sad part is my l- mind literally Raspberry? just went blank. Yeah. <laughs> Purple. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> my, my mind actually went like, blank. I know an eggplant yeah. is not a fruit, <laughs> <Yeah>. but. <laughs> Eggplant emoji. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is when grape hit me, it felt like a light bulb went off. Like that's how slow oh, I am dang. today. Oh, grapes. oh, grapes. Grapes are purple. So yeah, return <laughs> of the lime Skittles. I don't know if yeah. the press release is accurate and like the fans are rejoicing over the return of lime. Maybe I personally they are. like green apples in real life. I love a Granny Smith apple. No, I okay, so I do enjoy a Granny Smith apple as well. 
I just don't picture that flavor being good in Skittle form. Like if I had to choose between lime, I was uh-huh. almost said kiwi again. What <laughs> the fuck? Not kiwi. I'm about to buy some tropical Skittles today because I think I've like talked myself into it. <laughs> but if I have to choose between the lime or the green apple, I think I'm choosing lime. Lime every time. <laughs> <laughs> I Googled for you what the tropical flavors are. It's, it's not kiwi, is it? I'm just making up Skittle flavors in my head. All of these sound like weird little panuki style mashups. Yeah. Uh, banana berry. What? what? I don't know no. how that's a flavor of a Skittle. That also sounds disgusting. Mango tangelo. Not real. Pineapple passion fruit. That sounds like a, a weed strand. Strawberry star fruit. Sounds like a... <laughs> I don't even know. Sounds like something you buy at Bath and Body Works. <laughs> yes, there you go. It's like a bath bomb. <laughs> and kiwi lime. Oh, okay. They so they can't even let kiwi have its own time in the sunshine. They can't. And they didn't even really take lime away. They just no. merged it with kiwi. Yeah. Choose one or the other. What a weird bag. Yeah. What a that's, weird bag. That's what your tropical Skittles supposedly taste like. Well, now I don't want them anymore. So thank you for uh, well. sharing that with me. I have one more story um, that could make you a whole lot of money, but probably not because the thing we're talking about requires effort is rare and requires effort. <laughs> okay. So we're definitely not going to do it. I think we've talked before about the insane number of Oreos on the market right now. Yeah. It's like, too much. Like we've, every we've time you go to this. a grocery store, you're like, what the fuck is this now? Yeah. I need original and double stuffed and it stops there. I don't need I anything do like else. I like the kind where uh, for Halloween when they go. make the cream orange. Okay. It doesn't taste like it, anything different. No, it doesn't taste different. But you like, okay, Oreos. I'll give you that. Um, but the kind where they're like, these are red velvet Oreos and these are pumpkin spice Oreos. I'm like, I don't need that. Me neither. And that's saying a lot, at least for me, because I enjoy all of those things. I enjoy the peanut butter and chocolate combination, the red velvet. I enjoy all that, all of those things, but I don't need those in my Oreos. Right. I want my Oreos that taste like Oreos. Now I did like when we were little around Christmas, they would do the white fudge, like coated Oreos. So it looked like that. It looked like snowy Oreos. They were like completely covered. You just like, I'm quickly realizing you just like anything that's seasonal. seasonal. Uh Yeah. I'm a sucker for seasonal products. Lit the fuck up. (laughs) Seasonal. (laughs) But then sometimes they release Oreos that are like themed, not for seasons, but they're, they're product collabs. Okay. Brand endorsements or something. Hot Cheeto Oreos. Ew. No. <laughs> Don't put it past them. Yeah, I mean, Nabisco has released Pokemon themed sandwich cookies. I mean, they're Oreos. They're they're yeah. Pokemon Oreos. Okay. I don't know if you heard about this. I don't think you're into the Pokemon scene. I did play Pokemon Go when it came out. And I may or may not have been driving around New Orleans at some point trying to catch rare Pokemon. Listen, <laughs> when I I remember being a you kid. You could have just taken the easy way and been like, no, you're right, Ashley. But, I'm not into but that. But that's not and- fun. And it's also not <laughs> honest. <laughs> and now people can make fun of me. But when I was growing up, like I remember playing Pokemon on my Game Boy, like the red and the blue specifically. Uh-huh. And those games were fucking fun. And then so when they had Pokemon Go and then everyone went crazy over it, I was like, let me download this thing and check it out. Yeah. Got into it, dropped it after like six months. I actually still have a six months is a long time. It is a long time, but it was like I was playing every day, but I still have a friend swear to God that is still playing to this day. And he's originally from uh, France. So when he goes 
home. There's different. He's most excited because he's like, there's Pokemon in Europe that you can't get in America. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're in France. Exclusive. You have a fucking problem. Right. <laughs> like, right. You actually have a problem here. So anyways, I well, did play. People yeah. with a Pokemon problem are really excited about this collab because the Oreos have 16 of the video game's most popular characters uh-huh. on the cookies. Got it. And then... Of course, like these European Pokemon, some are hard to find on the cookies. And so it's making this weird demand for Pokemon Oreos. However, Pokemon fanatics know that the most value you can have for any of this paraphernalia, whether it's cards or figurines or whatever. Buy and hold. Buy buy and hold. hold. Yep. People have bought it, these Pokemon Oreos, keeping them sealed, selling them on eBay, Sealed packages uh-huh. of Pokemon Oreos are currently going for tens of thousands of what dollars. What the fuck? Are you serious? Wait. So, my first question is: so they're not selling Dead these? In, they're not selling these in stores anymore. I would have to go back and look. I haven't seen them, and I go to the grocery store a lot. We have fucked up so many times. I mean, because I feel like we have information that we just never take advantage of it. The quote rare cookies yeah. are selling on their own for hundreds of dollars. A single, a singular, Oreo. a singular cookie. Hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. Wow. This but, is all according to CBSnews.com. I'm not making it up. Okay. Uh, it's insane. I think uh, yeah, the people at wow. Nabisco and Oreo are geniuses for even making this a thing because just the grab to get those products. Yeah. Well, now there's a whole, like you said, there's a second market behind all of this. It's like, dude, can you imagine if like Silk Road was still around <laughs> and it's like, you can get drugs. I can get somebody to kill my wife. I can get whatever the fuck else. Wait, oh, wait, wait, and I pause, can also get Oreos. Pause. You can hire Hitman on there when it was around. We need to point out that you don't have a wife and she is not in danger. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm not. Okay. Yes. That, that is factual. I'm just giving okay. hypothetical yeah. scenarios. Yeah. If I had a wife I that I wanted to kill want anybody to send Silk someone Road, out here, which yeah. was essentially a black market website. Um, anyways, but yeah, can you imagine going on something like that and also being able to purchase rare Oreos next to like an AR 15? <laughs> I mean, right now you can just go to eBay and look for the Mew Oreo. I need to stop encouraging people to like Google black market Silk Road. Where can I purchase handguns and Oreos? The cookie fetching the (laughs) highest price is Mew, the rarest of the bunch. Of course. A dozen sellers listing it for $25,000. Woof. Woof indeed. Wow, that's crazy. But you know what? Good for, good on the people that recognize this market and wanted to participate and are now making a lot of money on it. So According to the site, you can still buy them in stores. I just don't know so how much So where's the demand from? Just go outside, go but to it's a store. Like, no, it's like Beanie Babies. We're like, yeah, they're for sale in stores, but good luck finding them, especially oh, these with the yeah. fuck up on the tag or like yeah. the weird stitching on the ear or whatever it is. Yeah, okay. Well, whatever. Are you going to go to the grocery store and see? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend you're not excited about it to keep other people off the trail. Just checking it out. No big deal. Dude, you bought 10. <laughs> hopefully by the time the episode comes out, you've bought all the ones in the area. Yeah. No, hoard them in my freaking closet like Gollum. Oreo hoarder. <laughs> I got to catch them all. Mine, it's mine. <laughs> oh my God. That's it for me in the scoop. Do you have a food highlight and low light moment of your week? Um, I really don't have a personal high and low, but I did want to, I guess I do have a high. So I like fresh out of college, one of the first jobs that I had, or the, actually the first job that I had was working for this smoked fish company. 
And there was a chef there who I became friends with. And he was also like a mentor to me, just a really all around great human being, Mm -hmm. always working. I used to help him out with like trade shows, et cetera. And his name is uh, Chef Keith Jones. And he sent me, he has a book that just came out. And he actually just surprised me with it. Like it just showed up in the mail. Hashtag gifted. Yeah, hashtag gifted. (laughs) But no, so I wanted to um, just thank him for sending it to me and also um, for people to check it out. The book is called Well Done. And uh, I wrote down a couple of the different recipes that he shares in there, like his mom's mac and cheese, yum. lobster enchiladas with a jalapeno marmalade, Oh, yum! how you can make the best meatloaf ever, et cetera. Mm. So he's great. Again, it's Chef Keith Jones and the book is well done. He's based in Colorado. He did not even ask me to do this. I just wanted to share it because... He's just an all around outstanding human being. Because it's cool to see cool people. And it's really cool. cool Yeah. And I I like seeing, you know, people that work really hard that are good people continuing to, you know, put themselves out there. And um, yeah. And I wish him nothing but success and happiness. And I'm really excited. So I will definitely be trying some of the recipes in the cookbook and hopefully not fucking up his mom's mac and cheese too bad but and it sounds really good congratulations to him on even releasing a book because that's god, can you imagine huge... how hard that would be yeah oh my no. god especially at a time like in in the current climate of the world that we live in I, yeah i can't even imagine and he's he's done a lot but he's always working really hard so i'm not surprised so that's kind of my my high of the week um, my high is kind of along the same vein because you love to see somebody achieving success yes you know what? Back up. I'm going to switch it. Okay. I'm going to do my food low first and then Ooh. come back to the high moment I and like finish it, on Because the lows are always my favorite. <sighs> the low <laughs> is me not learning from my mistakes. And we have talked about this together on the podcast of like, how many times can you repeat the same thing? Oh, countless. And consider it content. Never ends. Yeah. Because do the <laughs> listeners get tired of being like, well, that's your fault. You know better. I know better than to go to Uh the Popeyes on Claiborne at any time on any day. What did you do? Did you get stuck in line? Did you get attacked by somebody coming up to the window? 25 minutes in line for the drive through. Yeah. But once you get like even into, like once you get out of the street and into the parking lot, you're like, well, I can't turn back now. No, No, you're committed to the line. You could leave now. You could go home. Yeah, if you're a quitter. And eat anything else. Yeah. And then you get closer and closer. And every time you're like, why is each step of this process taking so long? It takes forever. My empathy for them is that there is another close by location on St. Charles that has been closed for a minute for like renovations. See, I didn't know that. But I never go to that one anyway, because there is no drive through. No, there's no drive through. And I don't want to get out of my car. Yeah. What's the point? I don't want to. But when you have that. (laughs) Sorry, we had a slight casualty. Yeah. Theo's knocking over cups while we're trying to record a podcast. The silent co-host of the podcast is here. He's awake. Made his impression (laughs) at the very end of the show. Anyways. So when you have a very specific craving for spicy fried chicken from Popeye's. Just not the nuggets, which we previously have discussed. Nowhere else can fill that void. So then you end up waiting 25 minutes in line at a fast food place. And to your point, like, yes, you can technically leave the line, but I'm the same as you. Once I commit to the Popeye's drive-thru line, I live here now. Like we're here, we're in this. Because yeah, literally you start in a line in the street on Claiborne, which is not safe. No, it's not. That location is, yeah, that, that, but yeah, being out in the middle of a very busy street in New Orleans is not safe. 
I, they definitely couldn't handle this, but they need mm. the double fast food line like they have at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. And someone's the traffic director. And, and also like, maybe the quality of service. But that's not sure, a thing yeah, yeah, because Popeye's yeah. has their own style and Chick-fil-A has their own too. Like it's just very, very different The Popeye's techniques. has two phrases. I don't know what they're- Here's your ri- chicken. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. You get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. Like that's- Yeah, no. Speaking of places where you don't fuck with people that handle your food, Popeye's. Oh my God. I, I would literally be scared. Do not get me wrong. <laughs> I will defend the flavor of Popeye's spicy fried chicken until the end. All day. It is the best. Oh, absolutely. The experience is often the worst. Yeah, you know, no That's one's going to Popeye's well. like, man, I can't wait to be in this drive-thru and, and connect with these employees via intercom. You get home and you're like, oh, I love eating this, but never are you like, man, I love coming here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely not not stressed out right now. <laughs> now to switch it up, my my high of the week, um, I returned to Sleepy Girls Supper Club. Yes, it's back. Be it a little bit late, uh-huh. I was delayed on my arrival. The girls were all together. Okay. I was just late arriving because I was participating in a Twitch stream. Gotcha. That went for um, a couple hours and didn't start until wow. 9 p.m. First time playing Halo? I'm not a gamer. <laughs> it was not a gaming Twitch. It's, yeah. It plays perfectly into my interest. It was this weird collection of game shows. Mm-hmm. And we're playing for money and it's a whole thing. My friend Sean hosts this awesome Twitch on most weeknights and it's called the free for all show. Okay. You check it out. Uh, I'm usually on, on Tuesdays. He brings in panelists, guests, whatever. Yeah. So I was playing in his Twitch tournament on Friday and my friends were at sleepy girl supper club, like watching and kind of That's fucking hilarious. with people in the chat. Amazing. And Fantastic. they ordered food and some of it was still there waiting for me when I arrived. It's very nice of them to not eat everything. Right. And it's one of our favorite places that has grown and graduated from a pop-up to its own restaurant now. Ooh. And we love to see it. Is we it love Thai to see food? It. it is. Wait, are you did you guys go to uh to Budsy's? Yes. Yes. I, that's I so, I, mean, I hate myself that I was able to <laughs> guess that because it's also one of my favorite pop-ups turned into yeah. full-blown restaurant in New Orleans. If you don't know Budsy's, they used to Authentic pop up Thai. outside of Pals. A great neighborhood bar. Sure. And now they have their own spot on Rampart and mm-hmm. that is what was waiting for me at my delayed oh, arrival man. to Sleepy Girl Supper. As soon as you said pop-up turned into full-blown, I'm like, you went, you had Buddy's authentic time. Yeah. It's so good. Because look, it is a challenge to grow from a pop-up to a food truck or from a food truck to a full restaurant or any of that because they're such different animals. Yes, it's all food. Yes. But managing something of a different experience, a different size, like now you have staff, you have all this, you know, going on. I'm just really proud to be part of oh your my success. God. No, I no, I totally get it. In fact, <laughs> and by um, part, I mean, I eat your food. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? I, I feel the same exact sentiment about Budsies. In fact, I remember the last time I went there when they were still operating out of pals to call them a pop-up. And this is not a knock on Budsies, but to call them a pop-up is almost borderline generous because when you were at this little neighborhood bar, they had basically set up hot plates outside mm-hmm. and were just cooking the Thai food on the street. But the thing is, is that it gets so fucking hot in New Orleans. I remember one time I was being, I was at the bar and everyone there, literally everyone, the bar's packed inside and out mm-hmm. and everyone's eating Budsies. And 
but the food that day was particularly spicy. Didn't matter, including for myself. And either the AC in the bar was not working or there were just so many people that day, but also it's the middle of summer in New Orleans Mm -hmm. and everyone in that bar didn't give a shit. Everyone is shoveling Budsy's authentic tie into their mouths Mm -hmm. and sweating into their food. That's how good their food is. So to see um, that experience go into a restaurant is, is really cool because to your, to your point, those people work their asses off and their quality of food is great. So I'm very jealous that that's what you ordered. And extra points to them because their food reheats well. It when, does. When she yes. arrives late after midnight from yeah. a Twitch stream. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh man, what a great, what a great sleepy girl supper club. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. You're so jealous. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I told like this I is said, your fifth application yes, to the sleepy girls. You reject people faster than FEMA. <laughs> I'm serious. Like you guys, you seriously need like members only jackets. So like in shallow hell working on it. <laughs> yeah, of course. I feel like that's going to be a Christmas gift <laughs> to the fellow members and to nobody else. Yeah, no, you absolutely should. I think it'd be a great, or we great can gift. sell them to other people at four times the yeah. price. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to find one in a goodwill 30 years from now. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> No, they're going to be like, this is ironically awesome. I have no idea what it no, is. No, I'm saying. I nope. am a sleepy it'll, girl and I love supper. It'll be like a treasure. Like it'll just be one of those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to pass this along to my grandchildren. <laughs> That's, That's it for today's episode of the Pass the Everything podcast. We appreciate you listening and giving us some of your time to hang out together. Yeah, please check us out on social media. You can find us on Instagram at PTE pod. We super love when you talk back. Yeah, it, we like it's that really the most. Very, very helpful. And also, please uh, subscribe and then on Apple Podcasts, rate and review because that helps a lot too. And we will talk to you next week back here on Pass Everything. Come back for seconds. <laughs> <laughs>